0: The Dark Times is not intended for younglings, foundlings, or Padawan learners. Ask your Game Master's permission before listening. Alright, Viceroy Jeff, let's get back to Christmas presents for my favorite admirals. Uh, first on the list, of course, Admiral
1: Ozzel, um, Let's get him a fruitcake this year. Oh, um, your imperiousness, Admiral Ozl is gluten intolerant and dead. Oh, it- Gluten, wait, he's dead? Yes. Ozil's dead? Yes. Since when? A couple weeks
0: ago when Hoth Vader killed him. Oh, oh my gosh. Who replaced him? Oh, uh, uh, Admiral Piet. Oh, well, Piet gets the fruitcake then. Oh, okay. And, uh, that was the only one on my list of favorite admirals, Viceroy Jeff. So I guess I'll go back to listening to the Dark Times podcast. You may leave. What about Thrawn? Thrawn? Who? The blue one? He's my diversity admiral. He doesn't get a life day present. Hello and welcome to the Dark Times, a life day podcast. I'm Sam, your oh. favorite uh, gift shopping droid.
1: And I'm Steven, your favorite Jolly Jingler.
0: Jolly Jingler. Jolly Jingler. Now that's. Ring ting ting. Now that's too. a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> Maybe he means old Jolly Jingler, Kulanobi. <laughs> Wow, the energy!
1: Of course, I know him. <laughs> of course, He's I know me. him.
0: He's jolly.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I I'm already sick of this shit. I, I fucking can't feel the peppermint oh, stains on my tongue. Uh,
0: and then the peppermint stains on your ears, dear listener, because we are we're wet
1: in the mouth with peppermint and cheer. <laughs> wow, I don't even know. I don't even know where this episode's going, Sam. We have some feedback from last week, Steve. <laughs> We're spun out on the ice here. Yeah, let's, yeah. Just re- let's just read this. This is not from last week. I dug this up. This, is, this was from way down in, in Santa's mailbag. Uh, I, I reached Perhaps down the there.
0: archives were incomplete.
1: <laughs> Fuck, you're on fire tonight. Uh, Thank you. This one's from Gabriel P. You guys talk about how the galaxy has seen two wars in the Old Republic timeline before we ever see it through Revan's eyes in the Kodor one, but failed to make an always sunny two wars <laughs> joke. This is from back, way back when we covered the Coder campaign guide. Knights
0: like, like of got. the Elder podcast, I believe, is the yeah. name of that episode.
1: <laughs> another gem from you. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe here is catching up and is writing in about a, a previous episode. And in that Always Sunny episode, they're even doing a podcast, so that was perhaps a double-missed opportunity. You know, Gabe, I think I want to formally invite you to our informal volunteer writing or editing team.
0: <laughs> the Dark Times editing team. It's... it's Right now, it's only two Jawas and a trench coat. so
1: Yeah, <laughs> plenty of room for you. Gabe continues, love you guys. You usually hit the great cues, and don't pretend like you're not always Sunny fans, because I already heard you admit it in an earlier episode. Overall, you guys are still killing it, but more Sunny references, even if you had two wars set up as a sound drop, I think it would really push the pod to the next level. I love this suggestion, because we don't use sound drops because this is not we, most the Morning of the time Zoo. This is not the Order 66 <laughs> podcast. We don't have sound drops. If we do, it's, it's us making the voice noises. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Mm. We do have the Bantha one, but even that was like, that was my voice or your voice. Yeah, it was one it's, of us. It's yeah, both of us usually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love having only one sound drop for the whole pod and it's an always sunny line. Like, Two wars? <laughs> For the record, I love that episode and love that scene. and never thought about applying, even despite recording a podcast and loving that bit, never thought about putting myself into that bit. Gabe finishes trying to catch up to the current episode so I can join Build Challenges and soon patronize you lads. That doesn't mean what you think it means. Uh, Please keep up the good work.
0: (laughs) I guess we're all getting a little jolly this year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank Um, you sublimely for writing in, Gabriel. Uh, Hope to hear from you again real soon.
0: Yeah, this is our special life Day episode. So, if we're fast and loose in this one, then, then that's why.
1: <laughs> yeah, if we're a little, if we're a little jolly, if we're a little icy in our knickers, then that's that's why.
0: Oh man, we had a little special eggnog this morning.
1: Um, oh boy, howdy!
0: I wish. <laughs> uh, it's it's always sunny on Dantuin Is that anything? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We'll save that the, one for later. Tatooine's
1: not much of, like, a Philadelphia of Star Wars, though.
0: What is the Phil... Would it be Tatooine? Is Tatooine Terrace. the Philadelphia... Terrace? Terrace. Is the- yeah, yeah. Terrace is the Philadelphia of Star Wars? Okay.
1: Yeah. Rat Ghouls right. and whatnot.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Yeah,
1: Yeah, we've, we've all fair. played the first couple hours of Kodar, right, Sam? Yeah, just those hours. <laughs> just... To- <laughs> They introduced Bastila
0: and I was like, I'm good Bastila? (laughs) Bastila? Bastila? Bastila Bastila Bastila? Look look how much coder this guy hasn't played, folks I know, it's on my Switch installed and everything (laughs) Oh man Steven, what are we talking about today? On this lovely life day
1: You know, I I, I was actually just outside We're actually recording from our our Patreon Bucks Super Luxury Life Day cabin (laughs) retreat as two completely platonic co-hosts and not lovers, um, but I was out stacking lovers some of firewood. Star Wars, lovers of Star Wars, and Saga Edition, and Saga so, and and each other and and Saga Edition. <laughs> but I was just stacking some firewood outside, and I saw some tracks in the snow, and, and they're they're big. I, and you should come check them out because I think it can only mean one thing. I think the jolly red bantha Claus ran through here. Bantha Claus on this planet? Yeah. I think I think he's here. He's um, here. So let's go outside, and uh, we, we, maybe we can use our survival skill on those tracks to to track a creature, and, and see see where they lead.
0: Oh, absolutely. Let's go. Uh, let's let's pack up and head out in this. In the let's brave the elements, as they say.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're, we we got to be ready for this. Okay. Let's see here. I, I know my survival rules. Uh, this the snow covered glade is explicitly identified as soft ground, so that's a DC ten. Oh, but wait, the, there's other modifiers on this table. Uh, the, the GM has to apply a size modifier for the creature we're tracking, and uh, well, there's been fresh snow since these tracks were laid, so that's another plus five to the DC. Let's uh, let's roll it. Okay, that's a success. So we, we can we can track these tracks now. So let's let's go.
0: Okay, sweet, awesome. Let's let's just let's venture out into the cold, following these tracks for the Jolly Red Bantha Claws.
1: Oh, (laughs) it is actually getting cold out here, Sam. In fact, I would say it's extreme cold hazard CL4 out here. Don't
0: worry, Stephen, our our Charles Dickens, like, Scrooge... Night, dr- night shirts also double as all-temperature cloaks. So, oh, so thank God. Great. You know,
1: I knew there was a purpose to Dickensian fashion in the modern age, and, and it must be these all-temperature cloaks that we're wearing. Uh, these were only 100 credits. They only weigh 1.5 kilograms, and they give us a plus-5 equipment bonus to our fortitude defenses against extreme heat or cold. But you already knew that. Wow, Steven, just um, each hour we're out here, I
0: just feel like this ec- extreme cold is going to make yeah. a plus six attack against our fortitude defense and deal 2d6 damage, uh, half damage on a miss, and also set us down one persistent step on the condition track.
1: Oh, that just sounds awful, but easily mitigated by coming prepared with some very cheap, probably the best 100 credits you could spend, all temperature clothes. Alright, well, we've been following these tracks for a while now, but the the weather is definitely getting worse. In fact, I I do not feel protected by my all-temperature cloak anymore. You know, this could be one of those Blizzard's CL3 I've heard so much about.
0: You could say that's like a hazard?
1: yeah yeah you say yeah.
0: it's a cl3 hazard maybe
1: I, I think I think a a, a hazard that maybe a, bl- a blizzard cl3 hazard and and you know it, it really would suck to be ambushed by some enemies since everything in in the blizzard is granted concealment and not to mention it's also ripe for combining with other hazards like frozen lake or, or some such other thing that would that would be a really that would be a really thematic and memorable encounter I bet yeah <laughs> Fuck, it's cold oh <laughs> hey,
0: uh, <laughs> hey let's let's take a break and set up our personal field shelters uh yeah
1: yeah we can't get in together because we are not lovers uh we are merely <laughs> friends and they can only fit one medium creature uh uh a piece anyway and I'm sure thankfully they they're on make... sale for 500 yeah.
0: credits each and we got two of them
1: yeah yeah it was BO- bogo on on field shelters who who knows? oh oh Sam that's that's so much better so cozy
0: Plus ten. And I thought these things smelled clean on the outside.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Uh, It's it's just so cozy in here. I feel like I have a plus 10 equipment bonus to my fortitude defense against extreme temperatures. Uh, And and, hey, for even one hour, the personal field shelter can provide a breathable atmosphere, uh, protecting against inhaled poisons, including poisonous atmospheres. But luckily, that's not a concern here. The air is actually quite clean and crisp up here in our luxury Patreon dollar cabin retreat for Life Day. Um, <laughs> on Hoth <laughs> On Hoth <laughs> You ever get like a really sketchy Airbnb You, you oh, ain't yeah. seen Hoth Airbnbs
0: They said it was the, They said the last tenants left in a hurry But they didn't clean up There's like blaster
1: scoring everywhere <laughs> Yeah there's like bodies There's this busted shield generator You know It said it had four beds But there's only three in here And the, and the fourth one I guess I'm supposed to hang upside down from the ceiling <laughs> Not to mention, there's special filaments on the exterior of the personal field shelter that, that help it blend in with its surroundings, which grant a plus two equipment bonus to stealth checks. Now, do, do I roll a stealth check inside the, the shelter? I guess so. I think you'd roll it setting up
0: the shelter, right? If oh, like intending how, to... how hidden the shelter, yeah. shel- shelter is?
1: The shelter.
0: <laughs>
1: the shelter? The shelter is, yeah. And, and hey, d- does climbing into a tent count as not being inside the blizzard hazard? I
0: think it does. Well, we're too far from the nearest GM Fiat to make a ruling on that, Stephen,
1: but I'll have to trust your judgment on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pressing I'm pressing my key fob. I can't even hear it.
0: <laughs> Just in the distance. Beep, beep. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man.
1: Okay, all right, Sam. It's been a while. I think I think the, the storm, I think the blizzard, I think the CL three blizzard hazard has died down a bit. Um, I think I think we're clear to head out again. I feel um, like
0: CL three. It shouldn't be classified as a blizzard, by the way.
1: Especially <laughs> I, when extreme cold is CL four. Like I, I don't know. It just doesn't. I'm not a weather person. I I don't know. That's why you know I would it, it a cold front.
0: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> a CL three cold front coming up from this direction. <laughs>
1: CL3 does feel a little weird, but, you know, that's why I, I, it's it's recommended by, you know, me and the book. Maybe, maybe combine it with other things, and it seems like it works well with that. It's a great set piece, I think. I mean, what? I mean, oh, hey, we're, we're at the base of this great icy cliff, and we didn't even know it. Probably because the visibility was so low in, in in that blizzard, that CL3 blizzard hazard. It looks like the track's end here, but, oh, oh, wait, I can see where Bantha claws scaled the cliff with his big, shiny, red claws. Hey, on Dark Friday, I picked us up a couple of climbing harnesses for only 45 credits each. Oh, you mean the ones that make it so you only
0: fall when climbing if you fail the climb check by 10 or more? The very same. Go ahead, put that on. Oh, oh, that's a little snug in the old kyber crystals, but... Uh. <laughs>
1: they, they say that's how you know it's working. Uh, so climbing is a pretty common application of the athletic skill. I, I, I mean, climb is a pretty commonly used skill all its own. I took
0: I, two feats to, to skill focus in climbing, Steven. Did you know that? You? That's incredibly stupid, but a good thing for this exact scenario. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm not trained in initiative.
1: <laughs> Perfect. We're going to find Bantha Claus in no time. Oh, right. Well, so if I had the core rulebook on me right now, I'd say this icy cliff looks like an um, uneven surface with narrow handholds and footholds, which everyone knows is DC-20. Oh, and it's really slippery too. So let's add on a mod- modifier of uh, plus five and make that a twenty-five. Uh, do you remember how to climb, Sam? Yeah, I'm, I'm skill focused. So right. So you just roll do your you climb. Do remember? A, oh, okay. I remember well, climb well, yeah, but you know, I, I'm I'm the sort of guy. You know, we, we can't all be perfect. I kind of have to consult the book every time I I climb. You know, it doesn't happen every encounter. This is not ice climbers.
0: This <laughs> <laughs> is not ice climbers. Yeah, you're right. That's fair. I don't climb regularly, Stephen. How far? Can I climb it around just so I know I'm not oh, pushing myself? You don't know, want to get good pacing in.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's important. So you don't want to tire yourself out. So you can climb at one half your speed as a full round action. And you can move half that far or one fourth of your speed as a move action.
0: One fourth of six, one and a half round down, so one?
1: <laughs> yes, that's correct.
0: Okay, so I'm going to use a full <laughs> round action. Well, no, I sorry, I used an action to put on the climbing gear. So I'll use a uh, move action to go up one square vertically
1: up. Sam, you always respect the action economy, and I really appreciate that about you. I've
0: got I've got a, a Fortune 500 in the action economy. <laughs>
1: oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I've got a diverse portfolio in the action economy. I've got a few swift actions here and there, and sometimes a full round, but I don't like to put it all in the full round, trust me.
1: They're going to take us off the air. <laughs> So remember, Sam. Careful! Don't go go too quickly now. A failed climb check indicates that you've made no progress, and, and a check that fails by five or more means that you fall from whatever height you've already attained. But our harnesses make that a ten. Remember, you've got to be. Oh 10. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right in the crab of crystals. Now, now I see. I see you're making pretty good progress there. You're rolling your climb check and advancing as as you succeed. Now you can climb more quickly than normal, but you'll take a minus five penalty on your climb checks. Okay. Now, that lets you climb your full speed as a full round action, and then you can move half that far, so one half your total speed as a move action. But remember, that is a minus five on your climb check. So, you have, somehow you got skill focus and climb twice. Normally, that isn't possible, but skill.
0: Sorry, sorry, skill training and skill focus.
1: Right, right, okay, sorry. That's not a class skill, because I'm a a noble. Yeah, (laughs) uh, clearly, everyone knew that. More like Ignoble.
0: <laughs> Whoa! Well, you're lucky I'm on this cliff, mister. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry,
1: I can't hear you, Sam. You're, you're too far up with your, your accelerated climbing and whatnot. Um, oh, and hey, don't forget, if we were suddenly attacked while climbing, which, by the way, Sam, I don't know if you noticed, there, there's a reason why in every scene in any Star Wars media ever, if the heroes are climbing up, they're also attacked because it's dramatic and tense.
0: Yeah, and why, that's what we're, why would we're here you to mention do, right? that
1: right now? <laughs> Oh, no reason. But if you, you were to go and
0: climb Steven, why are you taking the blaster out?
1: <laughs> oh, this blaster rifle is just to demonstrate a point to the audience, Sam. So if you were if you were to be attacked, like say by me or any other enemy right now, um, I or the enemies would get a plus two bonus on attack rolls against you, see? Okay. Oh god! Look, that almost hits you. Oh. Yeah. Steven, yeah, yeah, yeah. my hand uh, was oh, right. Since there. you're climbing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And since you're climbing, you also lose any dex bonus to your reflex defense. So hey, look out. Now, and and if your clumsy ass takes damage while climbing, you're going to need to make a climb check immediately against the DC of the surface you're climbing. And if you fail, you fall. Okay? Okay. (laughs) And now, if we weren't in such a rush to catch up with Bantha claws, I bet we could dig some pitons into the wall or something like that, which would take one minute per piton per meter, and that would make this wall an automatic DC 15 to climb. Are you still listening to me? I thought it was Python. (laughs) Oh, Oh, fuck, Sam. This climbing is hard. I really underestimated the DC-25 climb check, especially since no one ever gets skill-focused climb. I certainly didn't.
0: What? Wait. (laughs) I'm the one, baby.
1: (laughs) How are we going to get back? Oh, shit, Sam. I just realized this cliff is at least 10 meters tall, which means it can qualify as an icy cliff's hazard CL-9. Every time we begin our turn on this cliff, Sam, we're going to be hit with a plus 11 versus reflex defense attack. And on success... We fall. It doesn't matter dick what our harnesses say. And everyone knows that fall damage is 1d6 per 3 meters. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I didn't take toughness, Steven. I had to take skill-focused climb. <laughs> yeah, you were too
1: busy putting resources into climbing. It's okay, though. Like many hazards, this has some some skill DCs maybe we can help mitigate. For a DC-32 climb check, I don't know if that's ever been made in Swissy ever, Uh, The the character ascends the icy cliffs more effectively, gaining a plus five bonus to reflex defense against the hazard. That's pretty nice, right? And and hey, knowledge tactics, DC-23, the character can plot a course up the cliff that minimizes the effects of the hazard, granting everyone in the party a plus one circumstance bonus to reflex defense against the hazard. Or really anything else you or your GM cooks up. Stephen, I'm I'm trained in knowledge uh, life
0: sciences. Does that mean I can traverse this? Because I understand the the composite of the rock, I can traverse it better. You know, um, that would be physical sciences. Physical sciences is what I meant to say. Did I say life sciences? I don't know what a cell is.
1: <laughs> well, that's great, Sam. Let's let's roll it and see if we can get get through this. Nat twenty, baby. <laughs> let's fucking go. Okay. Fuck, I dropped the dice. <laughs> no, oh, yep, there it goes. All right, oh, we'll I'm never get that one back.
0: It's white, uh, too, Steven. It's lost oh, in the snow shit, forever. really?
1: Yeah, that's gone. Oh, <laughs> my oh, God, man. Sam, we've made it. We're at the top. Oh, I just need to take a breather for a sec. Wait, what's that over there? Is that Bantha Claus? Wait, no. no. It's the break. <laughs> what's that doing all the way over here? Happy Life Day from
0: your friends here at the Dark Times Podcast.
1: Happy Life Day from your friends. That's just Sam here at the Dark Times <laughs> Podcast.
0: Yeah, Stephen likes to put a firm ice wall between him and the listeners.
1: Yeah, and everyone. <laughs> and everyone. Arm's <laughs> length all the time, baby. Don't fucking No
0: attachments, me. right? That's the Jedi yeah, way? That's what that it is. That is the
1: Jedi way. I mean, I'm um, not a Jedi, man. but I believe in their beliefs.
0: <laughs> and I acknowledge them as true. And the only I proper do, I belief... I do not have sex. <laughs> That's unrelated to being a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but
1: man. very related to being a podcaster.
0: Yes, very much mm-hmm.
1: so. <laughs> um, Let's see here. It's what that time doing? of year again. Yeah.
0: And, and it's that time of the show again, where we thank you for listening to the show.
1: Thank you, dear listener, for for listening to the show. And let me tell you, let's reflect on on the year. For just a second, as is common to do this this time of year,
0: this will be the last episode uh, before twenty twenty four, so it's probably a good yeah. thing to do that now.
1: Yeah, well, we'll be on a bit of a. I mean, I, I feel like we barely have to tell y'all, but yeah, we there won't be any episodes uh, until January tenth. So look forward to that. Uh, twenty twenty three was a very difficult year for me personally. I was in and out of jobs. I I met a wonderful person that that changed my life fundamentally, and. I did lots of traveling. Um, all of these things were were a blessing ultimately, but but living through them was was very very hard. And pretty much the only thing that stayed consistent throughout my entire year was the Dark Times podcast. You know, and you no, know, we had that summer hiatus, so you know, <laughs> even that wasn't consistent. And that's all yeah. your fault, Stephen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our listener base dropped by a third because you went on because you went to Japan. No, no, you, the, oh the no, listeners sorry, because you yeah, moved. The, <laughs>
1: The listeners came back. It was totally elastic. Thank you, dear listeners, for making part of my year easier. Um, This was not a good time for me this year, but being able to come back here with you, see your feedback, see your positive input, see your enthusiasm for the game we all love, makes it worth it. And, you know, that did a lot for me. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Happy holidays and have a good new year. I'm looking forward to the new year. Personally, I'm ready to leave this shit behind me. 2023 was harder for me than 2020. That's crazy. By a mile. I guess being unemployed does that. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, Hey, we good. You you've got quite a bit in the works too, Sam. Your your job's getting pretty serious. You got yourself a new PC. You're, oh yeah. You're, well, the you're, same you're, PC,
0: you're... but upgraded, and also
1: like a uh, lateral
0: move in the PC department.
1: It's fucking pretty sick. I'm I'm still jealous, honestly. <laughs> and you know, not to mention you're 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 riding that that life improvement wave pretty pretty steadily. I must say. I like so, to think so. so good on you. Thank you, buddy. it's
0: been a uh, I wouldn't say it's been a good year, but it's been a productive year. Right? A lot has happened for both of us, and a lot has happened in in terms of doing the show and just moving our lives along at a better pace. And, you know, it it was a little rough for for you this year, and I've had a few ups and downs this year as well, but we're happy to end it on a strong note with this episode.
1: Very much so. Very strong indeed.
0: I hope the discerning listeners out there will understand that we're weaving you a a, a whimsical one-shot of wintry wonder.
1: I mean, if they didn't know what the fuck that was back there, then they can just quit listening. Fuck. Like, it's not that hard <laughs> to, to pick up what was.
0: and was like, no, you have to understand my writing 100% certainty. And if you don't, then uh, then you don't deserve to listen to my podcast. Come on, Steven. Come on. I'm like, what if I'm listening to this and I'm like cleaning the dishes right now and I didn't pick up that would do it? I was like, this is a really weird opening bit that they keep doing for 20 minutes. Like, come on. We got to give them some slack. It's
1: not, you know... It was Sam's idea to to cover a a a, a swath of, of topics through a, a Christmassy, sorry, a life day e themed uh, sort of uh, adventure narrative, and and so it was cool to kind of hit up a few different topics uh, that that are interesting and relevant, chained together by by a common thread. Maybe we'll
0: include like the the Cliff Notes version in the description, or like a, a, as like a link in the description for this episode. Yeah, or well. transcript,
1: maybe something. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah, Cliff Notes would be pretty good. Too,
0: actually. Cliff we'll we'll
1: notes. See. I see. I see
0: Cliff Notes. Yeah. Icy Cliff Notes. CL9. CL9, I Cliff Notes. Oh, man. I use, I use knowledge tactics to read the fucking Cliff Notes. <laughs> People can support the show by listening to the show, which is great, and we love that. But they can also support the show by joining the Patreon. And joining the Patreon at a $5 or $10 tier for three months gets them a sticker or a t-shirt and a sticker, respectively, emblazoned with the Dark Times logo may... Uh, Ooh refined and designed by our wonderful friend. And also, see what else do they get for being a member of the Patreon?
1: You know, they also get access to some pretty exclusive creations from the minds of you and me, including handout templates, and all-exclusive audio commentary track for the hit film Ewok's Caravan of Courage. Uh, Sam, you may remember, or you may not remember a time, I don't really know, when Star Wars, because, you know, people say, oh, Star Wars is bad now. You know, Star Wars is bad now. People have been saying that for 25 years. There was a time when Star Wars was just two Ewoks movies, the original trilogy, and the holiday special. And a couple Sunday morning cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons.
0: So you're saying Star Wars has always been at least 50% bad?
1: Hey, your word's <laughs> not mine, buddy.
0: No, no I, I just, don't mean I that. just Come read on. the
1: RPG books. <laughs>
0: I don't even know what Star Wars is. Yeah, I just
1: really like the game. I really don't know what all this Star Wars shit's about. What's
0: this weird fantasy world building they included in my RPG?
1: Yeah, kind of unnecessary. I just like talent trees.
0: Uh, I hate it when RPGs have supplemental movies I have to watch to get the system. That's so weird.
1: Reminds me of a player I had once that wanted to play Swissy because all their friends were and didn't want to watch the movies. That's so and I was funny. like, could you just summarize the gist of it for me? And I'm like, um. Also, they can't improv at
0: all because because obviously, right? Oh, man. Again, oh,
1: your words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, again, just to sum everything up. Thank you so much. I, I hope you're enjoying the the Dark Times Life Day special 2023. And we hope to bring you some more incredible experimental RPG level content in the new year.
1: Wait, wait, Sam. I, I, I think I see. I, that that's got to be banta Claus. Look, look over there. Do you see that, that that ominous black speck on the horizon, barely visible through the yeah. shifting snow? Where'd it go? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Where, there, where is he? Where, Stephen? Did, I think he had a sack of some kind.
0: Yeah, that's his. That's his present sack, right for Bantha, Definitely. Bantha Claus? Definitely. Yeah, and, yeah. And, wait. And do you hear the shaking and rattling
1: of chains? Um, I, I do. Suddenly I'd smell peppermint
0: <laughs> Stephen, your breath is really like in my face. it's really warm in my face, Stephen. also it's coming from a uh from a northern angle like uh, it's <laughs> can you stop I breathing like, so heavy down onto my face from behind I feel
1: like if we turn around right now, we're going to have like a like a, a esque Hollywood moment um, oh, if wait. We...
0: I think that's Santa claus right behind us.
1: let's turn around and look.
0: At the same time. One, One, two, two, three.
1: three. (laughs) Uh!
0: (laughs) Steven, (laughs) will Sam and Steven get out of this one? (laughs) Uh, I don't know how to drop the facade on this and just jump straight into the build I brought this week.
1: Yeah, might as as well not even pretend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sadly, we did not encounter the wonderful Bantha claws, but we did encounter... The Wampus.
1: The Fearsome Wampus. (laughs) The Fearsome Wampus. Uh,
0: The Wampus is a huge Beast 5, Soldier 3, Force Adept 5, Force Disciple 2.
1: (laughs) You ain't never going to find classes like that nowhere else, baby. (laughs) Only at the Dark Times. Only at the Dark Times.
0: We're looking at Strength 26, Dex 10, Con 26, Int 5, Wisdom 11, and Charisma 10. Uh, 185 hit points with a 28 hit point damage threshold.
1: This <laughs> is in, just incredible.
0: Uh, Wampus has a base attack bonus of plus 18 and a grapple, uh,
1: modifier of plus 36. Not to mention reflex defense of 11, fortitude defense of 21, and a will defense of 16. Not so bad, but let's get into what makes Wampus special. Special, uh...
0: Special qualities include dark vision, tremor sense, uh, being an arctic species, it gets a plus five to surviving an extreme cold. Also, limited immortality. Uh, though Wampus still needs to eat, drink, and sleep, it doesn't age and can't die of old age. If Wampus is killed, a new Wampus forms elsewhere in the galaxy after a year's time. This new Wampus retains the memories of the previous Wampus and likely holds a grudge against the person who killed it the year before. If a method to disrupt this cycle exists, it is yet to be discovered by mortals. <laughs>
1: Wampus, of course, is based off of the mythical creature Krampus, which I'm sure many of you keen-eared listeners have already picked out. Um, Wampus, we imagined as a fearsome bull wampa with fur as black as coal and a massive gnashing teeth and a long flicking tongue. Uh,
0: Equipped with a very large uh, cortosis weave sack and also a special, like, chain... Exotic exotic melee chain, even. Yes. Uh, Wampus can punish the naughty. As a swift action, Wampus can designate a single target it sees as being naughty. Against that target, Wampus gains a plus one bonus on its weapon attack and damage rolls. These bonuses remain in effect until the target is dead, or Wampus designates another target as naughty. Be careful, though. If Wampus hits you with its chain attack, it can capture you. If it hits with its chain attack against the target two size categories or smaller than itself it can automatically make a grapple check with its chain attack at its full bonus even if it's already taken a full round action if the grapple check is successful wampus stuffs the target into its sack and each round the target is in wampus's sack wampus deals damage equal to 1d8 plus its strength modifier plus half its beast level rounded down if the target reaches zero hit points it is lost to the sack
1: oh yes
0: let's talk about wampus's chain Stephen.
1: It's an exotic
0: melee weapon. It deals 2d8 cold damage uh, with a little sauce on it from other other things, from Wampus being a a force adept and force disciple. Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) We're looking at 3d8 with empower weapon from the force item talent tree. And on top of that, potentially 4d8 if using power of the dark side from the dark side talent tree.
0: A target successfully hit by Wampus's chain takes normal cold damage, plus 1d4 points of slashing damage. Additionally, Wampus's chain increases the wielder's reach by one square. Steven, as a huge creature, it has, what, a 3x3 three three fighting
1: space? Is that what it is? I believe two. so. 3x3 three three fighting space with a default reach of 2, so the chain increases that to a reach of 3. Which is a frankly ludicrous area to <laughs> hit. <laughs> Fitting for a single boss, though. You want if you're going to go the route of a single boss, you want them to be able to hit all the players.
0: <laughs> uh, as for feats, Wampus has power attack, combat reflexes, pin and crush, just to make that grapple even more deadly, force sensitivity, mm-hmm. force training, and weapon efficiency, exotic melee weapons. This is not including the uh, multi-class feat from Soldier. Uh, I assume it would be something like weapon efficiency, simple weapons.
1: Uh, I also threw in some force techniques and a force secret. Uh, Wampus has dominate mind and improved dark rage, uh, and also corrupted power, which can make any force power dark side and lowered the target's defenses against that power by two.
0: That's incredible. We already talked about power of the dark side and power weapon, also from the force mm-hmm. add talent tree. Oh, sorry, the from the force item talent trees. Is, is that primitive block?
1: Yeah, they got primitive block, and from. The Sense Talent Tree, I also threw in Force Perception and Visions.
0: Primitive Block, uh, just because people probably don't look at that very often. Primitive Block, prerequisite... Oh, it's from the KOTOR Campaign Guide. Prerequisite, empower weapon. As a reaction, you may negate a melee attack by making a successful Use the Force Check. The DC of the Use the Force Check is equal to the result of the attack roll you wish to negate. Take uh, a cumulative minus 5 penalty on your Use the Force Check to use this talent for every time you use Primitive Block since the beginning of your last turn. You must have an empowered weapon drawn to use this talent, and you must be aware of the target and not flat-footed. You may spend a Force Point to use this talent to negate an attack against an adjacent character. You can also use Primitive Block to negate melee area attacks, such as those made by the Whirlwind Attack Feet. If you succeed on the Use the Force check, you take half damage if the attack hit, and no damage if the attack missed. Um, Melee area attacks could also be attacks from uh, squad units as well.
1: Mm, Since they treat every
0: square as an area attack. They sure do. They do. This is a insane, insane beast step block. Yeah,
1: pretty, pretty beefy, pretty beefy block. I, I, I must say, uh, Krampus is a favored boss among many Pathfinder fans and, and us especially. Um, so when we had the idea to bring Krampus to Swissy, well, we were very, very excited. And I, I, think Sam and I agree that this block really represents Krampus and can give you a, a, a nice festive challenge for the players at your table.
0: Absolutely. Perhaps Titan at the end of this little adventure we've presented to you. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. I do like the idea of like being your party's being chased through the snow by snowtroopers, obviously. Mm-hmm. They you get to the end and it's it's Wampus versus the party, also versus snow troopers. And it's like the the troopers decide whether they want to attack the players or Wampus because like holy shit, it's a giant coal black like wampa it's crazy oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah um we did i adapted a few things from the pathfinder one krampus stat block the limited immortality being the main one i just lifted entirely punish the naughty and pathfinder uh only applies to young characters and also it's a plus five On weapon attack, damage, and also, like, skills against that target? It's insane, I feel like, right? Plus five? In
1: in Pathfinder, Krampus first turns your character into a child, which is hilarious, declares them naughty, then he can stuff you into his sack, which is true to the myth.
0: Uh, he...
1: In Pathfinder
0: first edition, the way he turns you into a child is by stuffing you in the sack in the first place, and there's like a whole like
1: oh my mistake you,
0: yeah, yeah there's a whole thing where you like shrink in size and in age. It's so wild. Yeah. Um I was like, I don't know how to translate this to Saga edition. It just doesn't feel like wh- not worth it per se, but it feels gratuitous. You know, like I yes. don't need if you die. So what I did is instead of using the um, the sack from Pathfinder, I actually adapted. The devour species trait from creating a beast.
1: Oh, very nice, yeah. very clever, so, Sam.
0: And I, I next dealing acid damage once you hit zero hit points, and then I instead of being a bite attack, it's the chain attack.
1: You know, I thought I recognized that, and and uh, I'm, I'm glad that you did. That's how yeah. we do. it.
0: That's how we do. Did cheat lie steal? You we lie, haven't steal? said that in a while.
1: <laughs> sure haven't. Well, we gotta oh, be we gotta stay on the on the on the nice list.
0: Yeah, or or Wampus is going to come get us and put us in his sack, <laughs> cortosis weave sack. Um, Pathfinder first edition does have like full stats for the actual sack. Oh,
1: I yeah. think
0: the GM, the the skilled GMs out there can fiat this a little bit. Beep beep. Uh, <laughs> maybe give the sack DR because it's cortosis. Maybe give it like dr 5 five. I'd say hit point wise, maybe. 30 to 40 and then throw a maybe it has like a a healing factor cuz it's it's cortosis weave so maybe it heals 5 hit points every round if it if it's not at full health. Um I don't know. Okay. I'm throwing a little I'm throwing some some stat spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks here.
1: You're throwing ideas out there.
0: Just something to inspire, you know? That's the whole point of the show. How Steven, do you think you and I could get it out of this one? I mean, you're you've you're only 3 levels of technician, which I don't know how our GM <laughs> let that happen. And I'm just like a, I'm a level four noble. I only took, I took, (laughs) I took wealth and gambler as my two talents. (laughs) And I'm skill focused
1: in climb. Steven Wampus is going to kill us. Dark times is brought to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Maybe your party will fare, will fare better against Wampus than Steven and I have. (laughs) I sure hope so. Thankfully he didn't he decided neither of us were naughty and we all went out for hot cocoa.
1: Oh, what a sweet ending.
0: <laughs> He's just like, wait, well, you guys thought I was gonna hurt you? <laughs> yeah. I'm really chill. <laughs> sorry, I'm really <laughs> sorry if I scared you. It's like it's like the My scene dog Mon- ran away
1: and I was out here <laughs> looking for it.
0: That's what the chance for. It's Rack Dog or whatever. Um,
1: Oh, Act Dog.
0: Act Dog, that's the one. It's like the scene in Monsters, Inc. where he's like, welcome to the Himalayas. (laughs) (laughs) Snow Cone? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the exact
1: bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Steven, do you have any trivia for us this week? I do, Sam. I, I, I brought a bustling, bungling, veritable sack of trivia for the, the, the Life Day special here. You get three for the price of one tonight. Uh, according to Carrie Fisher, George Lucas gave her a copy of the special, uh, that's the Life Day special, as a gift for recording the DVD commentary for Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. She claimed that she played it at parties when she wanted her guests to leave.
0: She's so great.
1: Oh man!
0: He's rest the in best. peace, Lucy. Rest one. in
1: peace. George Lucas famously tried and failed to buy up all master copies <laughs> of the <this, laughs> of the Life Day special, or I guess it's the holiday special, isn't the it? The holiday
0: special, yeah. Yeah,
1: buy up all master copies of the holiday special to make sure that it could never be broadcast again. That's
0: really, really. Was this yes. one of those ones where this is it's? True. Was this one of those things where he was more hands on
1: with it, like uh, like the Ewok movies? He was not hands-on the Ewok movies. I don't know to what degree he was involved with the holiday special. Let's let's check real quick. That'll be a bonus fourth trivia for your, for y'all.
0: Because it feels like one of those things where George would. He was like he got two hands on the ball, and everyone was like, he probably shouldn't have two hands on
1: the ball, George." It doesn't appear that George was very heavily involved with. <laughs> he this. just he just signed off
0: on it and watched it happen. Okay,
1: I think so. <laughs> obviously, he got, he got like based on credit, but, um, one of the producers was unfamiliar with multi-camera setups, which caused some problems in production. What? Oh yeah, here it is. I found a source. He did not have significant involvement with the film's production.
0: Who did he pay off to put that out? (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Um, uh, how did it do? How did it do? It did bad. Uh, here, here's $200,000. I was not involved in any way. (laughs) George Lucas paying hush money in regards to the holiday special.
1: <laughs> in 2008, it was said that he was sent dailies of of the film's production, uh, but also that he was never seen on set. That's wild. And reportedly, he was very unhappy. We talked about this in the, um, the Ewoks uh,
0: commentary, but it was like the guy, like one of the producers, like his PA or something like that. Do you remember... Oh yeah it, was, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was
1: picked up. It was picked up by like a, a like like an ILM like lackey. <laughs> that right? George
0: was like, okay, you know my vision. You're in charge of this. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, what was your third piece of? Tr- sorry for making you dig out the fourth. Tr- uh, no, 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 of no. I don't
1: mind. Uh, accomplished comedy writer Bruce Valanche Valanche uh, has admitted that he was using cocaine heavily while helping to write the holiday special. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you didn't oh, need to, it was a it, was a, it was a holiday spinoff in the eighties for kids. I, I really don't feel like that needed to be said, but, um, but there you have it, <laughs> <There's> the, <laughs> you know, I guess it was a white Christmas after all,
0: Georgia boy, <laughs> we're going to do a good one. I don't know what Bruce Valanche sounds like, but I, that's what I, that's what I imagine any comedy writer on Coke sounds like, <laughs> right? Wow. Well. Incredible. Thank you so much for bringing that trivia to us this week, Stephen.
1: Of course, Sam. And thank you for being such a wonderful friend and producer for the Dark Times Podcast.
0: (laughs) And thank you for being such a lovely host of the Dark Times podcast produced and edited by me, Sam Stevens, my co-host. You can reach reach out to us on Twitter at DarkTimesSWSE or email us DarkTimesSWSE at gmail.com. Review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your shows. Tell someone about the show. Tell your table about the show. Tell your family about the show this holiday season. And tell us you told your family. And we'll shout you guys all out on the next episode of the show. Steven, do you have a quote for us this
1: week? Would you look at Lumpy? He's sure grown, huh? And I think his voice is changing.
0: <laughs> is Lumpy Chewbacca's kid? Is that what it was? I think so. Who's Lumpy? Lumpy Star Wars? Lumpy one <laughs> <Juan> Kenobi? <laughs> Could mean old Lump. Old Lump? Old Lump? Old Lump a Waro Kenobi.
1: <laughs> and a good friend. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.
0: Chewbacca's uh wife was named Mulatabuck
1: <laughs> Melodbuck, Sam, it's not nice to make fun of other cultures, mulatto
0: Buck. Happy life
1: day, Chewbacca. <laughs> Happy <laughs> life to you, Turfle.
0: Under not, the... D- <laughs> not been able to stop
1: thinking about...
0: Mwah. Under the Dagobah mistletoe we are. You <laughs> <laughs> Yoda, get away from me.
1: Mwah. You didn't. You did not just do that.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>